because as much as people obviously notice and bring it up and talk to me about it, most of y'all either don't engage or worse, you've come to my classes that talk about engagement and now you see everything as a trick. And now you like, <laughs> we know when what I you're probably, trying to do to us. <laughs> but I should have done. How come sure. everyone in my Facebook friend group is not seeing my post? They're not engaging with enough people. So, so there's a few things. I, we don't have time to go into all of them because I'm teaching it for three hours. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're, they're looking at weight, affinity, and time decay. That, those are the three things they're always looking at. Weight is how much uh, energy is put behind a post. Weight means how much time and influence and effort is put into a thread. So what that means is how long did you spend typing your stuff and how long did the other people spend looking at, reading, scrolling through, typing, and responding, and how often do they check back? That's essentially the weight behind a post, right? It also probably helps if a person with extra clout adds to that weight, but you get the concept. Affinity is how much they have in common or how connected they are. So affinity is looking at how often do you talk to that person? How often do they talk to you? How often do they look at your page? How often do you look at their page? How quick do you do all this? Like Facebook knows that the second this girl drops a photo that you're liking it. You know, it knows yep, yep. Uh, that you don't take more than 10 seconds to do it. And it shows it to you first then. Um, it's looking at all these types of things. And obviously that's not what you're doing. I'm just using a funny example. But um, it, it's looking at all the things that show connection. Yeah. How often are you DMing? How often are you commenting? Oh, wow. And then the last one is time decay. How fast is this happening from the last uh, initial time? So basically it's a shot clock when it's first posted. Mm -hmm. And then it's reset when someone comments again or engages again. So here's why all those matter. The way that it matters is you're not, people aren't doing enough to move those needles. So if they're not seeing enough people, they're not going out and connecting with enough people. It is okay. somewhat like a real party. If you stand in the corner and talk to yourself, like you're not going to get any bigger of an audience, right? So you've got to go out and reach out to people, connect with people, uh, be with people, check in with people, tag people, talk to people, comment on their walls, send them DMs, actually be interested, not just like spammy doing it all. And those are the ways you start to show up more often and reaching out and adding to your network. And if you are new, if you're watching this, you're like, well, I don't have a big net. Most people, the network's right there. They're just not doing it, right? Yeah. If they have 300 friends, they're scared to add everyone or they're keeping their private, excuse right, me. Right, but they're, yeah, they're right. doing something, right? <laughs> they don't want everyone to see them. They don't want the government to see it. They don't yeah. trust Facebook. Something yeah. is keeping them private. Uh, they need to get over it. And then the second part <laughs> is they need to go out and connect with people and go out of their way. So if you're new, if you're like, you move to a brand new state and you're like, I don't have a network around me yet, then you should be engaging in where those people are. So groups on Facebook are great. I wouldn't go in and annoy them every morning, but I would make sure that like each week, a few times a week, you're either answering people's questions, you're dropping something valuable, you're connecting and you start to be popping up on people's stuff. And okay. for example, if you join the Orlando Realtor Real Estate Mastermind and you post something valuable, you might get a few likes and a few friend requests. And if you do it in next week, you might get a few friend requests. And then if you do it three, four, five, six, seven weeks in a row, people are going to start saying, okay, who is this guy? Yes. You know, yep. and start connecting. And then when you check in with the people that connected with you, their friends are going to see it and it's going to start to amplify. So that's where it starts, but it comes from you taking actual action, intentional action to make real connections. And then we've talked about this and I think you hinted before we got on taking online relationships offline and taking every offline yep. relationship online. Yep. You got to do both. And it amplifies much faster. It's not, it's not even like one plus one is two. This is one of those things where if it goes online, it's like one plus one equals 21, you know? Um, and so, so that's really where I'd start, I guess.
to answer that question. Okay. But I think that's I think it's what people are really asking when you ask that. So Aaron, my question is, how important is video in this? It can be very, but is it? I mean, you, could you do it without video? Yeah. Well, well the, the reason I kind of asked that question is you, you had you had just made mention that the length of time it took you to write a post or the number of characters in a post, you're saying that that matters to the algorithms of whether your post shows up or not. In, in some ways, yes, but that doesn't mean it ranks above video. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Like video, maybe video typically is weighed more heavily than a post that I, that I wrote in general. The post that I write is way more heavily when I spent more time writing it. Okay. It also is, it also, okay, let, let's, let's go to the big picture because this actually explains it. This connects the dots that I didn't connect. How does face, let's just use Facebook. Pretty much all of them are the same, but I'm going to use Facebook to keep it simple. How does Facebook make its money? Advertising. Advertising. Advertising, which means that in, from a behavior standpoint, Facebook makes its money by keeping you on Facebook. Yes. Makes sense. Yep. The more eyes on Facebook and the longer you're on Facebook, the better. So every algorithm is essentially aside from when they want an agenda, they want to push the, that's where the algorithms change. Like they want to suddenly put people in groups or they want to do use the new like zoom uh, competitor a little bit more. They'll pump it a little bit better, but as a whole, they're trying to keep eyes on the platform in the platform engaging the platform so it's going to reward anyone that keeps more eyes and more time in the platform so when i say good morning everybody and nobody engages or if i'm really popular 200 people click like and move on with their day it's not giving me that much value it's going to notice 200 people notice when i post some bs that's better than nothing but it's going to reward someone who spent more time takes more time and really the bigger one is attracts more energy from it. So okay. if I write something that charges people like, I, I don't recommend getting political, but let's just use politics as an example. Mm -hmm. If you put something like political and people are writing these heavily emotional four paragraphs and three paragraphs and whatever, That's and they're spending run. 30 minutes, you're a lot of, you're sucking a lot of energy into Facebook's wow. time essentially. Wow. And it's gonna reward the hell out of you because of it, right? And if enough people did it and someone resets it later, it's going to reward it again. Say, oh, let's show this to a few people and see if they still like that post from last year. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe it'll catch on. It, everything it's doing is trying to suck in more energy, attention, and eyes. And so it's going to reward anything you do that does that. And so that's why I say the time in the box is most important compared to other written text. However, video sucks in more eyes than text in general. So video is also always rewarded above text. Um, live video sucks in more eyes than can video. Why? Because it gives alerts. You know, it, it alerts to everybody, and it's going and to hey, be live this anyway. Live, yeah. It's and it's gonna it's gonna show it later anyway. So it's getting that plus the now. Um, so it's gonna show live a little bit faster, and it's gonna show can. But again, we could break down how it works, and these change. But the premise doesn't ever change. They want more eyes on the platform, more energy in the platform. And the flip of that that most people miss is they want to heavily punish sending anyone off of the platform. Yeah, you see. So you, you, if you are, for example, this is the biggest mistake YouTube that your people links. watching this make. Yep. Yep. YouTube links. That is like the biggest one. He links to anything is bad, but YouTube especially because yep. YouTube's owned by Google. And Facebook is going to hate you if they're saying you could have used our stuff, you should have used our stuff. And now you're not only doing it, you're sending people to another platform that is going to suck in their time and attention yes. and is our biggest competitor.
So it's like all of those things are actually separate reasons. It's even worse. And it punishes that in the algorithm. Yeah, that's that's I mean, you see it all the time. I mean, LOs we, we post and, and we yeah. would do we were probably guilty of it too as well with the podcast. Yeah, I mean we've you been know, guilty with the podcast. Up until just a few weeks ago, we were putting the link to the podcast on our Facebook posts. And, you know, the only the only um, analytic we have to measure whether what we, viewers we have was how many viewers we were getting on, say, like YouTube. YouTube well, yep. you know, now sure. we're embedding this the podcast into our Facebook feeds and the number of viewers went up. I mean, probably 10 to 15 times. Oh, yeah. And you can also use like a stream, like a program that streams it later that goes live. It goes live even though it's canned. You know, there's, oh, wow. there's software that'll that'll run it live as if it's happening now but it's not, you already wrote it. There's, there's plenty of that out there, but um, I'm not even convinced that there's not, a, I'm not a techie, I'm not super techie, but I'm not convinced that Facebook doesn't track everything even more carefully. I'm not convinced that if you up, that if you download a video from, from YouTube and then upload it straight to Facebook, that it can't tell the difference between that oh, I, versus I, I a video was just that was never thinking, in YouTube. I was just thinking the same thing. A photo, if you post a photo that's been anywhere else on the internet, I, I believe it knows it, uh, especially yeah. if it's been on Facebook. Um, all of these things are valid. So I'll just use an example. If I'm ever resharing something, I always edit it. You'll, you'll never see me share the exact, almost never see me never from elsewhere on the internet. Will I share the exact same photo? I will open up an editing app. I'll change a filter. I'll change a color. I'll add something. It will not be the same photo wow. and my flyers. You'll notice that we swap our flyers. You'll see there's three or four different flyers for masterclass. That's because I don't want to keep posting the same thing. Facebook doesn't want to show it after it's been shown two or three times. Okay. I want you to see a brand new thing that just happens to be the same date, same time, and same people. Wow. So those yeah. are a few tips. So you, and you also mentioned, speaking of changing it up a little bit, but you talked about not copying and pasting something. In other say words, like, like not copying and pasting something, an article or something else somebody's written. Oh, yeah. Ra rather than, even if you want to say the same thing, is just to retype it in yourself. As opposed I mean, you're, to copy paste. It probably knows. It probably is plagiarizing anyway. But also the time you spend typing it. So one of uh, the the bigger thing that's more more common, I guess, that you might be implying is when you write your own thing somewhere other than their box. Yep. So one of the things you'll like, I I write in Facebook every morning. I write every morning to write. I do it always. I start in Facebook. So you don't even see everything that I write because I don't post it all. I just start it in Facebook because I know that it's going to benefit other areas of my business and wow. I'll write and I'll copy and paste all of it, drop it into the book I'm writing or the notes I'm keeping or whatever. And then I'll leave whatever I'm leaving for you guys, which is funny because the number one comment I get or the most recurring comment I get is you should write a book. I'm thinking like, that's what you're reading. Uh, <laughs> it's always what they're reading. Yeah. They just don't realize that I'm doing it in Facebook because they only use their Facebook as a place to either broadcast sure. something or to talk to their friends. They don't even think about using it as this engine, this machine behind their business. Um, that's how I see it. I definitely make a lot of social connections, but I see it as the engine. And, and I'm not on there for any reason other than that. So when my family, I'll just use it, like my family will read a post that talks about relationships. They'll say that doesn't, and I'll, I'll laugh because I'm like, I'm talking about business related. I'm only speaking to, I'm only speaking to one Two network. You just people, happen yeah. to be in the audience. Yeah. Like you happen to be like, it's like if you, if my mom came to a conference if I was speaking at the Van Dyke conference and my mom sat in the back of the room, it's going to be still geared towards loan officers. Yes. <laughs> you know, that's who I'm speaking to. And I think a lot of people overlook that because they have three yeah. family members or seven on Facebook. They don't think about like, 
That's not why you're there. It's not your audience. Or worse, it is why they're there. And they haven't been sold on like this bigger picture of like, okay, stop making it a way to meet your friends from high school that you haven't talked to in 20 years. Yeah. And how about you make it a way to make your business a hell of a lot more successful faster? Hey, Aaron, I'm going to throw you a curveball real quick. Do it. I'm ready. What are you reading right now? What am I reading right now? I'm reading a book called The Psychology of Money by Morgan Housel, which is a really good book. I really, really like it. Um, I always I, I, bring, I, I always like to ask you that question because I know I don't know if you still do it, but you used to do the thing where you would read like 100 books in a year. Yeah, 50 books a year. 50 I'm, books a year. Honestly, so I decided, to, I decided to take this year off a bit, but I'm still like reading them and I'm not sure where I'll end up. And part of me is like, I may go hard for the last few three months to just do it because I've done 50 books a year for seven years. And part of me is like, do I want to end at 350 in seven years? <laughs> like 408 makes way more sense to take a break. Yes. But honestly, I just felt like I felt like um, it's super beneficial, but there's also like a level of consumption versus creation that yes. I started to feel like, okay, I'm literally being a consumer of all this. And I should have like, I should have wrote a book before I read 400. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I probably should have wrote like 10 books before I wrote, read 400. And so that's kind of where I'm at. It's like, I want to write every day and stop just reading people's thoughts. But I do believe like there's a huge value to like the motivation and the inspiration that comes with starting your day by getting 10 pages or listening to audio or whatever. Yeah. I just, I jump on a Peloton or write, I ride pretty far every morning and I run audible. So, and I keep notes on everything that they say that's good in my phone. Yeah. So what I was doing last year was just copying those notes. And unfortunately I was just copying those notes in the Facebook um, some mornings, once I knew I was going to copy it, I'd copy what I already wrote and then I'd ride and I'd finish it in Facebook just so you could keep using that trick. Yeah. So I've already wrote yeah. like seven quotes from psychology or three quotes from psychology and money. I'm listening for another hour. I'm adding three in Facebook. So it's going to yeah. have me there for an hour, you know, and yeah. then I'm posting that to you guys as my takeaways. But again, after a while, when it gets really repetitive, you guys don't engage with it. So part of my problem is I stopped posting about reading 50 books a year because as much as people obviously notice and bring it up and talk to me about it, most of y'all either don't engage or worse, you've come to my classes that talk about engagement and now you see everything as a trick and now you like <laughs> engaging. We know when what I you're probably, trying to do to us. <laughs> what I should have done was sell everyone on why they should continue to engage more. Yeah. I didn't do as good of a job of that. Yeah. Because honestly, the same reason that people don't engage is the same reason that they actually should over-engage. Meaning, okay, they don't engage because they know that I'm just attracting attention. Isn't that why you should be inserting yourself in the middle? Yeah. yeah. Like if you're a loan officer and you want to be seen by Orlando Realtors and I'm pulling in their attention, why the hell would you just watch it from afar? Yeah, and you should like be engaging. So that, it would be beneficial for you to engage in your post. And, and that's I'd get probably going to help you. If they engaged in your post, it's probably also going to help them Correct. for their own organic posts. Correct. Exactly. If you're only posting oh. content and not not engaging, and they're going to get the, they're going to get the steal from my audience too. Yes. Yeah. All all of the above, and this is why this is why syndicates are important. I'll just share that last one last idea. It's a syndicate, which is creating a syndicate of people that are going to engage with your stuff. Honestly, it's been a few years since I made this a priority, but having people that like know to go engage with your stuff whenever you post yes. and you do Bingo. the same and yes. vice versa. Yep. Yep. And even you can message it out to a few people and ask them, Hey, could you drop a line on this? So yes. I don't usually do it much anymore, but there are people all the time in the real producers world that you'll notice when they drop a video, the first five or six comments are other real producer publishers. Why? Cause they drop it right in the group and say, help me out, you know, yes. and they tell yeah. us to whip it up to the top of people's newsfeed. Yep. The downside is we're not friends with enough of their friends. 
So what you should do is get a syndicate of a, you know, an attorney, a title person, a, let, a few realtors, a broker, someone with influence in your market, and let them all be part of your syndicate so yeah. that everyone in that tree extension, the more it overlaps, the better. Well, I tell you what, that makes me think of like, because uh, I'm, I'm always a huge fan of there are different pillars or avenues for you to bring in your business. And I'm a huge believer in like business networking, you know, like BNI, NPI, things like that. If you had a great social media calendar, like what Aaron is talking about, and then you use that like BNI group as your syndicate, you're all helping each other market your Bro. businesses online as well, which is the true intention of the networking group in the first place. Correct. Now that I would say it's better. It's actually more effective, right? Like it's more effective than using BNI for BNI, in my, in my opinion, because you get teed up with people that aren't necessarily interested aren't really always a good fit i get people are trying to pre-qualify but the truth is no friend of mine is going to pre-qualify my prospects better than me like that the yeah. odds are zero then bni is awesome so i hope this doesn't ever come off wrong but essentially your friends that do other things are trying to pre-qualify the referrals that go to you yes and they have an incentive to give you everyone so even the best group is not giving you everyone but they're not letting you qualify them until you meet with them sure so in my opinion this is all being foregone on social media I'm only attracting the attention of the people that care about watching my stuff, following my stuff, engaging with my stuff. And if I'm doing a good job daily at being myself, for me, I actually just give it time. So like, let's say you introduce me to someone and I get the, I friend them. I'm just gonna wait two, three, four weeks before I even reach out to them because I want them to watch my stuff. I know that I'm good at the algorithm. So I show up more than the average person on their list. And I know that if they see my stuff, They'll understand who I am a little bit better than if I cold call them and say like, sure. hey, Brian sent me your name, like let's chat or I hit them up on their inbox. I would much rather them start to notice a little bit, let it marinate and then show up because I know how well I show up daily. Yeah. Okay. And, and who I show up as daily cool. is that uh, attractive character. And I don't mean physically, but just like the uh, people that like what you do will be attracted to it because you're showing it. Instead of like some of you guys are super motivational, you work, you do all sorts of cool stuff, you've been through challenges, you face adversity, you're super sick out, you're doing all these things, but you really only post like your daughter's report card or your son's first day of sure. school or, you know, date night with your wife. And that doesn't appeal to the person that actually wants to follow your stuff. If that makes sense? Yep. yep. Um, hey, hey, cool. And, and by the way. Uh, so I got, I'm going to, I'm going to throw one more question at you and dude, first of all, I appreciate your time because you've spent a lot of time with us talking about this subject today. But I just had a thought as we were sitting here talking. So we shared earlier, John and I are sitting at the Florida Association of Mortgage Professionals annual conference today. We're here in Orlando. We, we have this podcast, right? The Context to Contracts podcast. And our goal is to add massive value to loan originators and real estate professionals through it. Is there a way that by being at this conference where there's a ton of people here in our profession that we could boost or highlight the Facebook page that everybody who is here would constantly see it in their newsfeed. Well, let's backtrack. Are we talking about, we're talking about a business page or are we talking a, about a, a Yes, a page? business page, yeah. Business because page. now once we shift to a business page, the whole world, the whole landscape has changed. Why? <laughs> okay. Here's why. What's Facebook in the business of? What do we, how do we, how do they make their advertising. money? Advertising, advertising money. Yeah. Who, are their, paid, who do they sell ads. advertising to? Who do they sell it to? To, they sell it to businesses. Yep. Not just businesses, business pages. Business pages, yep. yep. <laughs> Specifically. So everything, all bets are off once you open a business page because the truth is 
Uh, they only want you to get paid traffic. They don't want to send you anything for free. I'm not saying you can't, but I think that they they minimize its effectiveness so much that what it's it, it becomes useless. Not useless. Let me rephrase this. It becomes use. It becomes fruitless to be focused on how to get more organic engagement on your business page. What your business page is still very important for is online presence. Meaning, when someone goes to your business page. They need to be able to see who you are, what you do, and and something, and that you're still doing it, and that you were doing it recently, okay. right? Um, that's more important than you trying to show up all the time because if you're not spending money, they literally are not going to let you show up all the time. Okay. But if you're not online, it's even weirder because then people are like, "Where are they? Who, is who are person? they? Yeah. Do they exist? Are they real?" So that's why it becomes very interesting, and that's why you have all these social media management companies that like underperform and are not necessarily amazing marketers that it gets delegated to. Because the truth is, to some extent, unless you're spending a bunch of paid traffic, you just need stuff being posted, right? Yeah. And no matter how creative it is, until you run money through it, it's so not going to get. It's not going to get any engagement. Right. Yeah. A ton of engagement. Um, what it is going to get is people that see it and places you can re-push it. So for real producers, I don't ever look at, do we get thousands of likes on it? I don't even care. The question is, did I give myself the right stuff? So when you look me up, you know what it is. And if I want to reshare something, is it looking congruent with what we, you know, what we're doing? What you're doing. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, so you just but again, the world, the world changes. You just mentioned something about likes and I want to point out that a lot of people get hung up on that. So you, you, you know, people will post something and only get four or five, 10 likes, 20 likes. Um, and tell us a little bit why it's important to continue to be um, active in posting sure. that there's a lot of people that see your content that will never sure. like, comment, or share. Totally. So a couple things. So first, I'll share a few thoughts. First one is it's it's all, they're all vanity metrics anyway. They don't mean anything <laughs> to the bottom line of your business. Yeah. They just Bingo. are. Yes. I like it. They're a snapshot of what something did right now at this time. Sometimes you have the best post ever and you post it at the wrong time. Sometimes your post just sucks and maybe you just need to, most people that have no engagement either have no, not enough people that care about what they do relationally or what they actually do, like your role or your relation to them. That usually comes from what you care about them, meaning like, so no, nobody cares about me. Well, like, do you yeah. care about them? Do you right. engage with them? Do you go yeah. your way? And I'm not talking about birthdays because Facebook doesn't give a, you know what about birthdays because everyone's doing it. Yes. Okay, so yeah. are you being a good friend back and do you care? Do they care about what you do? And then like, um, is what you said, is it valuable, relevant, entertaining in the right time of day? And those usually, usually you're wrong if nobody engaged. Like usually if nobody engaged, right. one of those is wrong or you have too small of a network. But it doesn't always matter. So, you know, like I write stuff that gets four likes. Sometimes I write some like really good stuff and I even will get the comment, wow, only like I'll get a comment the next day. I can't believe only two people like this. This was like the most sage wisdom i've read all week and i'm always laughing so i'm like well look luckily it's going in a book so i don't care who likes it yeah um but sometimes other times it's a sign that you need to change what you're doing and i'll go a step further the marketer in me says delete it half the time wow. if you're trying really hard and everyone's going i don't really care i'm like well don't leave that up for the world to see okay gotcha. <laughs> you know yeah. like Ryan just swung and missed. Let's just keep it on our yeah, wall forever. Yeah, I, man, I would have never, I would have never considered that. Like just taking it down. Oh, not only yeah. that. Let's let, let's go step for it. Let's let's. This is leading to me to a lesson. I, I'm probably gonna skip next week, but now I won't. You should be cl actively cleaning up your wall. 
because you know that when anyone goes to your wall, that is your storefront. And most people, they not only don't look at it, they don't ever check from the outside of the window, yeah. essentially, metaphorically. Worse, they let other people stick in that window and they don't even care. They leave it there. Yeah. So imagine like how many people throw their crap in your window, metaphorically, yeah. and it's like it stays there not just all day, it stays there for the rest of its life. So, um, and worse, it knocks your stuff out of the window. So imagine like someone says, please come to this seminar, or please come to this NAREP or Women's Council or some other group is like someone spams everybody and tags all of them. Yeah. And it's like trying to use your network. Correct. I am yes. actively pulling, hiding that from my wall, removing it from my wall, pulling it off my wall, because that's not what I want people to find. I don't want them using it for free. And I'll go a step further. Sometimes the material is stuff that's good. So this week I shared the 3535 edition cover and 35 people are reposting it. But when they tag me, it shows up on my wall. I don't want you to go to my wall and have to scroll through 42 people that posted the same thing and tagged you yeah and tagged me and you're like okay cool 42 people care like it does say a lot of people care about what Aaron posted this week but it also doesn't let you go get through enough to see anything else about me even okay. something that has to do with this magazine cover yeah. so i hide all of that so you can see all the stuff that i put in the window okay again there's Dude, that's times a huge that's a huge tip it. yeah cuz oh, i yeah. i it's now, funny because i scroll through mine some same thing like we post this on a Thursday afternoon, there'll be four posts the same day of the same video yes. on my wall. Just, yep, with yeah, one after another. Not scroll past Two it. likes, it three likes. Yes. yes. Yeah. And, um, and, and the only time I'll leave something is if it, if there's a marketing value, like for example, if, if I, and this says never, but if I ran into John Morgan tomorrow and he posted on my wall, like, Hey, so listen, that I'll leave that there forever, you know? Yeah. But for the most part, nobody gets to put things on my wall. You know, nobody gets to put things in my window unless, again, there's certain advertisers, certain friends where it might benefit. Like uh, Anthony Mosley tagged me uh, in a thing the other day, yep. and it's yep. a conference that I'm speaking at. Yes. It's not there right now, but it was there all day, maybe for a day or two. But eventually I'm going through and I'm cleaning And you're it taking it again, down. Okay. I don't want my real estate taken up with other people's stuff, especially. I'll go another one. This is a funny tip, but I know it. your family members. I know there's people watching that their family, my family is, I've mostly taught them to just stay off of it. But my mom, my grandma, people like that, they don't, they don't get to take up the space on my wall. They can, they can comment and interact, but okay. if they were like, hi, sweetie, how are you? Like, that's not staying on my wall. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm most likely teaching them not to do that. Again, yeah. we're, we're laughing, but here's the flip. We're not doing it in our business enough. So sometimes we should be going to John's wall and saying, Hey, thanks for having me on the podcast today. Yeah. You know, just yeah. make sure it's sincere because everyone kind of sees what it is. If you thank someone publicly on their wall, they know what you're doing. You're shouting from their mountaintop instead of just thanking them. So <laughs> I'd rather send him a DM, help my algorithm, yep. you know, and I'm going to go, I'm going to go one step further since I'm already giving you guys nuggets. <laughs> you, should prioritize, you should prioritize DMs over anything else. Any really? conversation that can be in the DMs, why would you have it where it's not being tracked? Now, again, loan officer will be really careful. There are definitely plenty of conversations that need to stay in email for confidence and should yes. stay in email simply from like a keeping the business organized standpoint. Okay. However, anything social or, or social in the business that you can do through a Facebook message, again, not everyone responds to Messenger, so I'm not saying start, but I am saying where possible. I want, like imagine if I text you something versus I Facebook it to you. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. Facebook's rewarding me for the time we spent engaging and text doesn't care. Yeah. Well, why I, would I, not I never let, realized that, you know, and why that, would I not let the seven conversations you and I had over the next few weeks yeah. be tracked 
versus be out in space. You know, they're tracked by the government and the phone company and stuff, <laughs> I'm sure, right? But it's not helping me show up in your life more often, and it should. We're already putting in the time. So that's just a little Makes tidbit. Sense. You might as well use the DMs a little bit more than you do. When, when someone tells me they don't have Messenger on their phone, I kind of – I get it. But I also laugh because I think, like, your problem's not that you have Messenger at your phone. Your problem – not on your phone. Your problem is either that you don't have a good enough phone <laughs> to keep it <laughs> or you don't have good enough self-discipline to manage your schedule and not be distracted there you go. by it. Yep. There you go. Wow. Dude, man, you have burnt it up today, brother. Thanks for Thank get, thanks for getting awesome. on. Thanks for dropping uh, some serious bombs, dude. I learned a lot, um, and I'm sure time, th- I'm sure yeah. those who are going to get an opportunity to see this are going to learn a lot too. So thanks for sharing your knowledge with us, man. Love it. Thank you. And that was a that was a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. We'll wrap it up. So uh, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Contacts to Contracts podcast. We want a huge thanks to Aaron Luden from Orlando Real Producers for stopping by, dropping some knowledge on us with social media on behalf of John Jones and myself. We just want you to know if there's anything that you ever need, we're always here to serve.